Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, beautiful. We are live. <laughs> so, welcome to Sunday Conversations with Dion Nichols of Live Your Best Life for You. I have Sarah Olin and Sandra Cote with me today. And I'm so excited for so many reasons. So um, Sarah, can I share how we met? Please, absolutely. So I actually decided to, to actually register for a coaching program called Accomplishment Coaching. Um, I could have done it in New York, but fate would have it that I decided to just start right away and just dive in. So that meant going to DC once a month to, my, to immerse myself in this program. And every weekend, I had the opportunity to spend time with 18 phenomenal people in my actual coaching program and just, uh, just soak up the expertise, um, the phenomenal leadership. Um, I got to mention the humor, the heart of uh, Sarah Olin, who was uh, just one of the many amazing people on our leadership team. Uh, but the thing I think that was most memorable was our fashion moments. <laughs> Every morning when we would arrive. So, uh, much fashion. <laughs> so much fashion, so little time. So little time, it really was. <laughs> we had to get to coaching. <laughs> I know, and that was just secondary to the fashion, really. Yes, really, really. <laughs> and then I also have Sarah here. So um, I'm now connected to Sarah um, outside of the program after I graduated uh, in 2019, uh, most recently reconnected through her baby that she, uh, one of her babies that she's birthed, which is Luscious Mother. So I now am a part of that family and I get on, on a group coaching uh, training session with Sarah and, and her team uh, weekly, where I got the opportunity to meet her mother, Sandy, who is also a coach. And I glean the, the wisdom of Sandy um, in that group every week. So it is so wonderful to have both of you here. Thank you. 
Thank you, Dan. Yes, yes. So I always say, I believe that behind every coach is one heck of a story. <laughs> I am, I'm hoping you could just kind of take people through, Sarah, your journey to become sure. a coach. And then Sandy, I'd love for you to, to um, then share your, your story with us before we dive in. Be happy to. Okay, great. Sarah, tell us. Oh, so once upon a time, there was a little girl. <laughs> now, uh, let's see. My coaching journey started in New York City about eight and a half, almost nine years ago. My daughter was a baby, and I lived in Brooklyn with my husband. And I had, what's that? You shout out BK. Oh, BK, got to shout it out. And I had a business in which I taught meditation in big companies all over New York, relax already. And there's nothing, nothing more New York than relax already. And it led me into the field of professional coaching. And I'd work with all these HR directors and we'd create these amazing programs and then just a few people would show up. And I think that part of it was people needed to have conversations about themselves and self-care before they could actually start showing up for themselves. So my coaching adventure has been varied and just I've I've had the opportunity over the years to work with, train, coach extraordinary leaders in big businesses like Verizon and Amazon to small companies locally in Charlotte. So it's really run the gamut. And I was I was all over the place when I was in New York and coaching really grounded me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's why you needed to add to your coaching team, if I'm not mistaken, because you're up to so many big things in the world, right? Right. For yeah. Sure. yeah. As a solopreneur, really there's only so many people you can touch that's just you and one of the missions with Luscious Mother is to give the gift of coaching to as many moms as possible. So I needed an army. Yeah. An army. And I see two of my generals right here. Hey. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to you, Sandy. I mean, did you have a choice <laughs> when she recruited you? <laughs> um, actually, uh, it wasn't so much a recruitment. Um, I worked for a major pharmaceutical company for almost... 20 years, uh, retired in 2016, January, um, and went to North Carolina to visit Sarah. And the conversation turned to um, what she was doing, how she was doing with her coaching. Um, and I was sincerely intrigued on what she was saying. Um, and then I started to ask questions. And she said, Are you thinking of? registering for the program, becoming a, a life coach. And I said, why am I too old? Her reaction to my interest. And I, she goes, no, 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 not at all. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy for you. You'd love it. You'd love it. So um, I did my due diligence about that, found out, you know, the closest place to me was New York. 
So it meant a train ride, which I always enjoyed. Um, to New York, it was uh, about a four-hour ride for me. So I could read. I could really relax on the trip. Um, stayed in hotels each month, which was a treat. And uh, got into the program and graduated uh, 2018 of January. Wow. What a story. Well, we have similar stories, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, you know, uh, having worked full time, I, I thought, oh, I am just going to relax and not do too much. And it's just not my makeup. It's just not me to, I mean, there's just so many closets you can clean and, you know, things. So uh, I, I um, like I said, looked into it and uh, was very happy to go, met a lot of wonderful people. And Sarah at the time uh, was one of the leaders too. And her and I had talked about can we do this? Because, you know, you get into some personal things and mm -hmm. um, with our family and things like that. And she said, Mom, we'll just talk about it. If it's a subject, you give me a little sign, I'll step out of the room. Mm -hmm. And, you know, same thing for her. She would step out of the room if something was making her uncomfortable. So it worked well. Um, it was such a joy for me. I was very fortunate because people instantly loved me because I was her mom. <laughs> Everyone I met, oh my God, you're Sarah's mother, you're Sarah's mother. And I was in, I was in. Celebrity status. <laughs> so who do you dedicate your coaching practice to? As far as uh, client? In terms of clients. So to speak. Okay. <laughs> well, um, because of age, and that can work for you, uh, I get to meet a lot of interesting people who are transitioning in their life, um, want something different as far as a career, mm -hmm. uh, empty nesters, um, divorced people, single parents, mm -hmm. people seeking a spirituality level that they'd like to, you know, take a look at and see where they are with that and what they might like to explore. So, and I've also coached younger people, um, but I'd say for me, it's the older generation, so to speak, because I think I'd have more in common, but I can coach to all ages. So. Yeah, but I love that because I think we realize now we're living longer. We still have a lot of chapters we want to fill and we may still need guidance, you know, later on in life. Yeah. And support. Um, it's it's scary out there, you know. It's usually or could be, I guess, um younger people going for things, but not anymore. They've been saying that the sixty, you know, is the new seventy and you know, all that. Um, where age, it really doesn't enter my mind a whole lot as far as what I'd like to do and what I know is possible. Mm -hmm. so. Love it. Well, um, I, I also just want to make sure I really highlight uh, what, what is bringing us all together here today is, is Luscious Mother. Um, I would love for you to speak on that, just the inspiration behind the company that you created, Sarah. Uh, the name alone, I mean, just gives me life. So I would love for you to share the mission. You, you touch on a little bit, but just to really give people a sense of what you are really um, up to when it comes to, to Luscious Mother. I'd love to. It's 
it's actually, it's a fun story of where the name came from. When I was in the coaching program, my very first coach who I adore still to this day, Christina Sachs, I was telling her about all the great things that I wanted to create in my life. And she said, well, who would you need to be to create all that? And I just thought, and I thought, and I said, luscious mother. Wow. And it just stuck in my teammates, used to call me luscious, and it became my moniker, it became my passion in my and I became known in my community as a coach who supports moms mm-hmm. who are struggling, which is 99.999% of the moms. Yeah. <laughs> the business has been good. I think so. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, a demand for that. No question. Um, and I think that's why I was able to get on board so quickly when you, when you, uh, did reach out because, um, that's absolutely who I'm rooting for as well. Wow. You know, moms who, you know, are, are feeling a little lost in the sauce, you know, and, and, um, we know we're naturally givers and, uh, sometimes we just need to be reminded that, uh, we have needs and, you know, we have a voice and there's, there's still things that we want to do in life, you know, um, yeah, so amazing. So we thank you for bringing that, you know, to the world. Um, I, I I love the fact that you coined February. This is what this is what really the center of this conversation will be today, which is really around um, forgiveness, the power of forgiveness. Uh, you have a workshop coming up, uh, a mother daughter workshop where, where you'll be exploring a few uh, topics, but one that's actually very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the that is forgiveness and the power of it. Um, it's interesting because about a, around a year, exactly a year around this time, last year, February, I actually gave my first speaking engagement on the power of forgiveness. So my accident right here, you know, and then I was happened to be scrolling through your your social media page, and I heard you talking about how important this topic is to you. Mm. Um, so I would love to hear before I even get to my why, what my experience is around forgiveness, and why I believe I'm called to speak on that. I would love to hear why you enjoy um, really coaching your clients around this and and really speaking about forgiveness. Yeah. So, Sure, I'll start, Mom, and then I'll have you jump in. Um, so when I start working with someone, you know, coaching is such a dynamic conversation because it's all about the future and what you want to create. And it's much harder to create the future when we haven't forgiven the past truly. So it's really important to do in in order to create what's next to heal, let go, acknowledge and move past what's happened before and what hasn't happened. And it's it's just so impactful. And I see it in big organizations from a leadership perspective and how 
the lack of forgiveness gets in the way of moving forward in people in their personal lives all the time. It's, it's one of these universal conversations that can be really difficult for people. Yeah. I didn't even think about the, the corporate side of that. You know, you, you think about the personal, um, right. it can actually affect business dollars and cents, people, huge human collateral on a, on, on a larger, on a larger corporate scale. So, wow. Thank you for doing that on both sides. Um, Sandy, what, what is your experience around forgiveness? Well, for me, um, it started before I got into coaching. Um, there were things that had happened in my life um, that didn't resurface the feelings, the emotion behind it didn't surface till years later. Mm. And I started to look at, okay, what's, what's this about? What's this going on? I, I was uh, angry at different things. Um, I didn't quite connect it to people or past events yet. Um, so I sought help um, and started to work on uh, that particular topic because for me, it was a block. It took up a lot of space in my mind, in my heart, and physically. Um, and uh, it, it took willingness to be open to um, look at that. Because I was told, um, you know, feelings aren't buried uh, aren't buried dead; they're buried alive. So it was wow. going to come back at some point. So I dove in. It took time, um, and for me, it's been a journey of self-love because of how it affected me to hold these things on different people, places, and things mm -hmm. personally, work-wise. The whole, the whole thing, um, it held space in my heart. And I had to work at um, uh, forgiveness for others and also forgiveness for myself for things, like Sarah mentioned it before, what I didn't do, not just things I did or said, but things I did not do. I wasn't in the best of places to make choices at one point in my life, at more than <laughs> one point in my life. So there was a lot to look at personally for me before I could go on to support or stand for others um, who are interested in doing just that and moving forward. Yes, I think you said something, well, you said a few very powerful things there. Um, but the last one was, how do we stand for forgiveness if we're not doing it ourselves, right? So to authentically be able to really go in and coach um, our clients, uh, we've got to do that work. You've got yeah. to do that work. And, and I'll put in, Mom, that's probably the hardest thing for people is forgiving themselves. You know, I, you know, it's funny, forgiveness has a capital F, right? It's the universal. And when, when I was speaking to it, it was more external. But to your point, Mom, that if we can't forgive ourselves, I mean, it's huge. And it's one of the things that people struggle with the most. I mean, never mind others. Right. That too, but ourselves is just. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually going to uh, read a definition of forgiveness. Uh, I love to do that. I used to be the lady with the facts in my previous life. <laughs> um, and this is how a, a few psychologists in uh, at Berkeley College define forgiveness. 
They say it is a conscious, they define it as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. So I'm going to start with you, Sandy. Um, what resonates the most with you when you hear this definition? And is there anything you would you would add or change? Sarah and I talked about this um, with the workshop we're going to be putting on. I asked her, I said, what, what do you suggest? Let's talk about when there is no apology. That's not always necessarily present in order to forgive. So it's a wholehearted thing uh, when you make that choice, as you mentioned, um, to forgive someone. Sometimes people aren't even aware of what they've done. So, so it's kind of difficult to go up and say, hey, um, I need to forgive you for something. This is what you did. And they're like, I, I can only imagine. I've never had that experience, but it came to me that sometimes you don't get that apology. Mm -hmm. Can you, is it possible, one of my favorite words, mm -hmm. um, to forgive without an apology? Yeah. And, you know, we know that some of the moms who will be and daughters uh, attending, their moms have passed. Mm. And it's, you know, uh, death does not end a relationship, just a life. So we can, um, you know, communicate in our own way, mm -hmm. in our own heart um, to do that forgiving when there's no apology. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I would add. That's a big, I think mm -hmm. big component for me. Yeah. That's good. Sarah, anything, um, well, what resonated most with you? And is there anything you would add or change to that definition? I loved the, I love the quote. And I think what stands out to me the most about it is that when we forgive, we're not saying what someone did or didn't do was okay. It's not that condoning or that's not what you're saying. You're saying, I no longer want to suffer with this anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the thing that I'd add is the impact of what, when we don't forgive, mm -hmm. because that is, that's the thing that's so painful. And I think that um, reminding people also that it's a choice. Yeah. There's, if, if we choose it, if we're willing, if we're open, there's always possibility. Mm -hmm. And it can be a big horse pill to swallow, a big, big magoo pill. Yeah. Big pill. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But once you do it, man, like you said, what's possible? Yeah. Um, and I can personally relate to that, you know. Um, so I had mentioned earlier why forgiveness, you know, is so important to me um, when I left my son's father, you know, um, there was infidelity there. There was, you know, a lot of hurt, a lot of, you know, and 
I recognized that for me to really be able to move on and be uh, be able to allow the newness, whether that's a new relationship, you know, for me to be able to create a new chapter in my life, I had to forgive, right? To be free, you know? Um, I also uh, at one point had to really come to terms and be able to forgive my father, you know, for um, uh, sadly he was, you know, abusive to my mother, you know, when we were, when we were young, but he also wasn't well. So he deals with um, mental illness and to be able to come to that point where I could separate the two and realize he wasn't well, you know, and be able to forgive, you know, I now have my father back in my life, you know, I was able to tell him how I felt as a child and how I was scared and how that affected me and all of those things. I never actually did get an apology. So to what you were saying, Sandy, he never admitted to what he did, but I got the closure that I needed, you know, and by forgiving my son met his grandfather after, you know, uh, he was probably at least 13 years old, but he finally met his grandfather. I spent my first Christmas with him after more than 30 years, you know, Uh, because I forgave um, my son's father, we created a, a financial literacy youth program where we were able to rewrite our legacy and put good into the world and created a five-star rated podcast where we're reaching people around the world to help them, you know, change their, their financial life around. And my son, you know, it, it impacted him in such a positive way because, you know, uh, I was really surprised, but he actually wrote an essay in middle school when he recognized that his parents weren't together, but he could see we were working together. You know, we had a healthy, collaborative co-parenting relationship, as well as, you know, this nonprofit and all these good things. And he talked about how that really helped heal him in this, in an essay. I never thought, you know, he'd be so open and vulnerable like that. So I knew it was worth it, you know, in the end. Um, Huge gift to him and everybody. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I I, want to say one thing about forgiveness too. Um, Mm -hmm the quote didn't mention, and this is just my own personal thing. I think when we forgive, it gives us power back. Yeah. And yeah. I'm all about that power. I'm good all about power. it. I'm all about good power, right? That yes. sovereignty, that self, that personal power. Mm-hmm. Right? When we forgive, we take back the power. We it's it's a energy leak or a power leak when we don't forgive. And when we do, we take that power back. Yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> and then the other thing that's not in here, and we had touched on it, you actually both had touched on it before, they don't mention the forgiveness of self in this, in this definition. Yeah. So really good. I mean, the only thing I, I would also add, and I, I actually just goes back to what you, you just said, Sarah, mm-hmm. is that forgiveness is for you. Yeah. It's not for them. Right. So being able to get past whatever hurts or pains that might have transpired or not, it's really for you, you know, to be able to to really take your power back, as you said, and free yourself. And I actually really um got that message when I watched a movie. I'm not sure if you've heard about it. It was called Emmanuel. 
No. It's a little movie. It did make theaters, but just select select theaters. Yeah. Um, but there was a pastor in that movie that so beautifully articulated that message. Mm. Um, it was actually a couple of years ago where they, they did this film. Um, it was basically a white, a white gunman who walked into a historically black church in Charleston, South Carolina, and yep. killed nine people. Right? Um, but what transpired next, no one would have expected. So the judge, he actually gave the uh, families of the victims an opportunity to actually say a few words to the perpetrator of this very heinous crime. He was a, a white supremacist, you know, uh, who was going in there to really, you know, cause damage. And the first woman who stepped up, um, she actually had lost her mother in the shootings. And she walked up and she said, I forgive you. She said, you took something really precious from me. I will never talk to her ever again. I will never be able to hold her again, but I forgive you and have mercy on your soul. And then several families actually followed suit after that. Um, so I just thought, you know, when to, to see uh, how, what he wanted to do was create a race war, but because they did the opposite, just going back to when you talk about possibility, Sandy and Sarah, when you forgive, they were able to bring a community closer together, create healing, healing and reconciliation, you know? Uh, so just going back to that, the beauty of forgiveness when you can get there. Wow. And that is, I mean, that is extraordinary. And what it speaks to is the, the capacity of the human heart and the power of love, real love, love at the mm. highest, highest level, like love of God, love of humanity, love of all that is. I mean, that is, I know a woman in this community here in Charlotte who her son was murdered by a gang member in Los Angeles years ago in, in, they have befriended him, they have forgiven him, they have supported him. And it's just it, it, things like that. I mean, the sort of forgiveness that, um, you know, that is, that's next level. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. unbelievable. It's mm -hmm. extraordinary, truly. Truly. Uh, it makes me think of, Another, I mean, a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What? When you're going through a process of forgiveness, what are some of the what are some of the I guess the tools or structures that you have or practice that you go through to get there? You know, I know I have some of mine, but I'm curious to hear, um, Sarah. Would you like to start um, that you go through? Yeah. Point. Yeah the the very the very first thing is willingness. And I've got to check in with myself. Am I willing? And I was angry with someone a couple of weeks ago and I was trying to feel better. So I was trying to bypass that and I wasn't. And then I said, and and I was doing all this stuff and it wasn't working. And I thought, why isn't this working? I said, I'm just, I'm not ready yet. I've still got to be mad. I'll check in again tomorrow. So until we're ready and willing, well, we may never be ready, <laughs> but until we're willing to really say, all right. And I knew I was just, I just wasn't there. I needed another, I needed another minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I think that really needs to be addressed that, no one's saying you got to jump and forgive right away, that we should just glaze over the emotions. Like there is, it is important to be with the emotion. Yeah. I think it's even more important because you've got to really know why you're forgiving yeah. or you're not really free in the end. It's not really done. So yeah, that's good stuff. Um, Sandy, what does your process look like? What do you need to go through to get to that point of forgiveness? I'm looking over at, the end of the table there uh in about a year i'm on my eighth journal yes i'm a journal girl i'm with you writing writing the feelings um the anger the grief uh the end of that relationship if that's what happens uh, whatever it's about um i've got this little fear i'll share with you that especially at almost 70, you know, um, how much of this stuff do I want laying around? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I had a shredder. I don't anymore, but I, when it was really bad, I'd write a page, write a page. I was free. It freed me to say exactly what was in my heart. Like Sarah said, if, if you skip a step, or a couple of things thinking you're going to go from the anger or upset to, oh, I forgive you. I can't work like that. It doesn't work that way for me. Um, I have to really get it out. I've also uh, taken picture, a picture, if I happen to have another person I'm upset with, Mm -hmm. with them sitting right in a chair across from me, Mm -hmm. and I let them have it that way. Wow. 
I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah. I'm being really honest about how I feel. And then it's like, okay, take a breath. It subsides. It might take a, a day or a week, a month. You know, I made an amends to someone after 25 years. This person had moved away. And I knew, I said, yep. When mm -hmm. I saw her on the bus, I said, that's real funny, God. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I knew, <laughs> it's a funny I knew. sense of humor, doesn't he? Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real fun. Um, but I knew, and like I said, 25 years later, I knew I had owed this person an amends, an apology, um, and she was very gracious. Um, but in forgiving myself for having said what I said to her, mm -hmm. you know, years prior. Um, so there's a lot to it, different tools. I know someone who goes out into the woods with a dozen eggs and just starts oh. aiming for trees. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, whatever works for you, wiffle bat on a pillow. You have to find that for yourself. What what helps you to release? Um, it's anger and grief. Mm -hmm. Anger and grief. So if you carry that, not good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you I mentioned that. Mm -hmm. finding what tool or tools uh, work for you, and you know you have to be honest and truthful about what is really going on. You know, yeah. really going on. So that's really good. What I love is a shredder and a shredder. If you don't have a fireplace, right? <laughs> but I love the physicality of what you mentioned too. So there's what we can do, you know, emotionally, the self-talk, etc., introspection. But there's also a physical release that could really be supportive as well. I love that. Um, really good. I know this one for me has really helped. Um, and that's uh, eventually recognize at some point that maybe in that moment, I did the best I could, or the other person is doing the, I, I have a quote, it's they're, they're doing the best they can with what they knew at the time. Yeah. You know, that's, that was a big one for me. Yeah. And when you can step into someone's shoes and understand maybe there's a hurt that they haven't dealt with that maybe that was unleashed on you or just, you know, being able to really get to that point and realize that they were just doing the best they could in the moment um, was a big one for a game changer for me when it came to forgiveness. Yeah. And one of the things, and, and it depends on the person, but, and, and mom, we talked about this for the workshop is the power of prayer mm -hmm. and, and turning it over to God to help my heart, help find the willingness, help mm -hmm. access my highest self. Because sometimes I don't wanna, it's hard to find yeah, yeah. without shopping, you know, doing things, I don't know, um, she's left the building. So it's, you know, if you're a person of faith, there's leaning into that. It's it's almost like people forget mm -hmm. that it's it's available for everything that yeah. you need support with. It's so true. I mean, there's one scripture that I go to where he, basically God says, "You you forgive seventy times." You ask, "How many times do I forgive?" He actually says, seven, 70 times seventy." You know, there's a reason because He knows. You know, the importance it it can block your vision, it can block your blessings, it can block whatever 
you know, good energy or newness that wants to come in, it's blocked, you know, because the love, whatever it is, if your heart center, you know, is holding on to those resentments or those grudges. Um, so yeah, we just have to keep doing that work, you know, as you would say, the inside job, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what do you say to those people? I'll start with you, Sarah. Um, who say forgiving is is being weak? Oh, I say, well, you know what they say about opinions. No, um, <laughs> I just get curious about that. It's it's an opinion or an interpretation, and look, we we always, you know, we're we're winning a hundred percent of the games that we're playing. So, what is that game in service of? It's just, you know, when someone brings that, I just meet it with a lot of love, truly. I mean, I was joking, um, but that's the only way because when someone's hurting and they're completely disconnected from that capacity to forgive, they need to be loved into submission, loved into possibility. Mm. Beautiful. Sandy, did you have anything to add there? I would agree. Um, and again, depending on who the person is, ask if they'd like to talk about something. Because evidently they've been hurt too at some point. You know, they say hurt people hurt people. Maybe they'd like to have a conversation. Not to try and sway or, you know, um, make them see. Um, but just, yeah, let them, let them talk a little bit and see. And they are certainly entitled you know, uh, to their opinion, it won't influence how I feel about it, but they're on their own journey too. Yes. You know, they're on their own journey too. And then like Sarah mentioned, God, higher power, um, uh, that's part of their journey, uh, to find you can't jump, you know, five spaces ahead to get to that part. It's, it's gotta be genuine. Uh, it's gotta be in your heart and, when they're ready. When they're yeah. ready. Yeah, I agree. Um, Cause it does take a lot of courage to forget. I think it's a lot easier. Don't you think just to hold on to the stuff? Um, it takes a lot more courage to actually forgive. Um, but a person does need to just, you know, take their journey, as you said, to really uh, be able to accept and, and grasp that. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually a, a phrase that I know you love. I think it, I think you may have coined this one too, Sarah. Uh, when people tend to want to hold on to it, is that you spot it, you got it? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't coin that one. I've just repeated it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do love rhyming and alliteration. <laughs> you know, a lot of the times the things there that we're holding on to is because actually maybe we need to look, look inside here. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so hard and scary and it feels like it's being weak, you know, to, to forgive. Um, but wow, this was a really amazing conversation. I just want to thank you for all that you brought uh, to this space. Um, do you have any last words for our listeners today around forgiveness? It, 
it's, it can be a gift. Just simply a gift that we give mm -hmm. ourselves and others. Beautiful. And, you know, I, I want to jump back just for a second. When you talked about forgiving your son's dad and then your dad, um, as moms, mm. we can tell our kids things all day long. They're going to do what we do. Not so much what we say. So I applaud you for your being a power example to your son, to your family, and whether or not your dad, um, you know, ever apologizes or does not, he heard you. Mm -hmm. He heard you. He knows. Um, and I think that's it's it's critical, um, especially with children. Uh, they'll remember it. It might not come around again for wherever in their journey, you know, but they will remember um, that you did that. And um, it just, it, it's for the heart, it's for the spirit, it's for the body. It's just an amazing gift, like Sarah said, to yourself and to others, and to others. It's, it's really, it is a gift and I'm very blessed, very blessed. Mm. I thank you, Dion, for having Dion, you're the daughter and I. Oh, you guys, this was it's been great. amazing. <laughs> it's been amazing, and I'm I'm thrilled. I was I was a little nervous, I must say, but you, yeah. you set the tone for um for love, for comfort, mm -hmm. and um just to share, you know, to be of service to to people and to each other. So I thank you for having us for me, oh. and my girl. Yes. She has another daughter, but she's not here. So what does that tell you? <laughs> and a son. Oh, <laughs> he didn't even rate. <laughs> we always joke about who's the favorite, but we won't even go there because <laughs> we'll when be the best, you don't need to say you're the best. Everyone was not. <laughs> I love the way mom just smiles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, um, thank you for bringing it back to um, the, the family dynamic, the parent-child dynamic. I uh, just want to make sure as we're going out here that you just share what um, mothers and daughters could expect coming out to the Luscious Mother Workshop details. When is it? You know, How do we sign up? Absolutely. So February 27th and 28th, it's a two-day Saturday evening and 12 to 5 on Sunday, lusciousmother.com. And it's, it's easy to find on the website. It's an opportunity to be intentional and look at the mother-daughter relationship and to heal it. Um, I think there's a big focus on forgiveness the mother-daughter dynamic is so complicated. It's so intense. It starts before you even step foot on the planet, right? You have that relationship, you have that bond. And over time, it can get complicated and mothers hold resentment against their daughters, daughters hold resentments against their mothers. So it's an opportunity for mothers and daughters to come together, heal, share, 
be generous with one another, look at what's in the way and then move forward. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Did, were there any other handles if, if people want to follow you both? Insta, Insta love at luscious. Yes. We're on the Facebook, you know, both as individuals, but all the information is, is on our company websites and social media handles. Amazing. Well, Thank you again for joining me for Sunday Conversations. You're an angel. Um, can't wait. I feel like this won't be the last. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, we'll talk about all the dynamics, all the mothers and daughters in business together, all the things. All the things. And I, I, I have to say, I love this. Like, just to see you two doing this together, like, wow, you know, that's a gift that keeps on giving. Um, but thank you again. Thank you again. Enjoy that Florentine. <laughs> I got some of it right there. Don't, don't tease me. <laughs> but thank you, Sarah Olin. Thank, thank you, Sandy Coat. And um, all Very the well. best. Much success on your workshop. I will be there. I already said I, I'm signing up. So I'll see you next weekend. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Good night. I'm going to do my little stuff. I'm going to let you hang up. I have my little like stuff I need to do. Um, but yeah, that was great, ladies. You're an angel. Yeah, you know. One take. I love it. Love you too. <laughs> Mom, you rocked it. You rock. You, you rock. Thank you. You too, sweetheart. Thank you. Have a great night. All right. Love you, ladies. Love you too. Bye. All right. So. What an awesome conversation with two people I adore um, on a topic that, like I said, really I I um, commit my my story and my my voice to, which is the power of forgiveness. Um, if you want to keep up with uh, me uh, on social media, uh, you can certainly follow me on at Dion Nichols on Instagram and Facebook, and then um, certainly visit my website live your best life for you. That's all words, live your best life for you. If you want to stay up to date on all my goings on events, workshops, and all that good stuff. So until next time, I hope your day is filled with everyday miracles. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.